Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Today's topic is filling up your practice. Very few practitioners like having holes in their schedules, and most wish for a very full practice. Pretty much similar to any kind of business, but as I'm dealing with healthcare professionals, I thought I would use the right words. The lack of sufficient patients to keep everyone in the practice fully productive and efficient could be caused by many different reasons. So I thought I'd give you a few. Um, first of all, the general public may not even be aware that your practice is there. You may have an obscure location or you have a lack of signage and that sort of thing. And um, we have a couple of clients who are in an L-shaped mall and they're in the back part of the corner in, in the center of the L and not visible at all. And so there are things you can do about that, however. So, and it comes down to signage and it comes down to promotion and so on. So here's another one. You aren't standing out in your community in front of your competition. Maybe it's due to a lack of PR activities that make yourself known and well thought of. Uh, maybe you're not supporting the right community activities or going out and volunteering as a team on something that's very visible and fun and makes a difference in your community. Don't just do it for the sake of it because that's called, that's like fake volunteerism. <laughs> You're doing it just to get yourself known. But being a practitioner in the area, you are in a community usually. And being part of the community is really part of like breathing in and out. You breathe out some help into the community and the community comes into your practice as breathing in. So that is a natural thing that you should be doing. Um, the third point is you're not marketing adequately or at all and just relying on word of mouth. Now, there are many, many different ways to promote and everybody's going, oh, digital, 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 you know, online, online, online. And that is not necessarily what you should be doing only because there is a lot of other kinds of marketing like I'll give you ideas that our clients have done, like in hockey arenas, um, they you can buy a board there, especially if one of your kids is in the sport and so on, and people will become clients because they see that board, believe it or not. They're sitting staring at it as the parents while the kids are practicing. Um, so there are different uh, ways that you can reach out into the community. And I'll tell you another one that's just so weird um, and old-fashioned, yet it works. In restaurants, um, sort of family-oriented ones, there's often paper napkins, uh, not napkins, but placemats. And you can have the entire thing for yourself. Supply it to the restaurant. Have a fun game, Trivial Pursuit, the name of your practice, some nice things, a couple of patient quotes, maybe. <laughs> you know, think big. Think outside the box. Um, where do people look and where do people see things and so on. Um, another point, number four in my list here, the popular times in your schedule are all filled and your staff are not persuading the new patient to work out how they can take a different option for this one time. You know, they called in and they want Wednesday afternoon at four o'clock. 
and that's their time. Are you taking new patients? And you're going, yes, we're taking new patients. Let me have a look how we can, how we can uh, service you. Oh my gosh. You know what? That time slot in particular, somebody's already put their foot on it <laughs> and would kill me if I gave it away, but I do have other ones. Let's have a look and explore how we can um, match our, our warp speed with each other. I mean, you have to figure out a different option, but some staff will just roll over. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, um, so if you want to fill up your practice, make sure your staff are very trained on sales skills at the front end, especially on shopper handlings. We spend quite a bit of time on that at uh, our sales workshop that we do for our clients, um, where we train everybody on how to help patients go ahead with ideal care. And one of the points is right at the front end where the patient is phoning in, hi, are you still taking new patients? Or how much you charge for blah, blah. How much does it cost for an initial exam? Whatever they might ask. And the staff often answer this question, even if it's roughly, and that, you know, like approximately. And then they say, would you like an appointment? Those are the two things you never, ever need to do. It's not the right way to turn that person into a patient. You just sounded like every other practice they might have called that day. And you know what? Staff often go, oh, it's a shopper. I give up. Shoppers are just people and they need something. And you have to have that care and caring level in order to come across differently than the other practices they might have phoned today. Care about them, all right? Um, so I'll go off on that some other day. Um, number five, you and your team have not been asking your existing patients or clients for referrals consistently or correctly. Again, sales training on how to ask correctly. And it's very important. It's very easy to ask for referrals. We have so many different ways and they're very comfortable. In fact, some of them are fun and so on. So number six, if you're using a US marketing company, as I'm Canadian, I am saying this, your marketing may be too aggressive for us conservative, us conservative Canadians. So it's not attracting enough response. We've seen that happen. Uh, number seven, you and your team may not be fully trained on turning shoppers into new patients. So I kind of covered that one already. Number eight, your website and Facebook page may not be properly search engine optimized, SEO'd, and therefore not being found and attracting people. This is really big nowadays. This really, really does make or break um, whether you get called first uh, above and beyond other practices. The top, when you Google uh, dentist nearest me, chiropractor nearest me, veterinarian nearest me, you get um, the ads come up first. And there's usually like three or four, sometimes five. And then under that will be a map. And it will have the top three Google ranking, uh, ranked in, in terms of Google practices. And that is the sweet spot. That's where you want to be. And there's a lot of things that you need to do in order to get there and to be in that spot. But when you do it right, that's a lot of free advertising. You didn't even have to pay pay-per-click for an ad or sponsor or anything. So we go over that. Um, number nine on my list, your recall, recare, reminder, reactivation systems may not be fully effective. Don't forget, staff have no training on this. They just sort of 
absorb it from another person or figure it out on their own, which is like, you know, trying to be an Olympic athlete without training. Um, you know, you want Olympic athletes in your practice and superstars? Well, they need training too. Number 10, you want your practice to shrink because you've had enough. I think this is the funniest thing, but I've actually had doctors go, you know what? I've had enough. I'm just cutting back on all the marketing. And if it goes down, fine. Now, if you're doing that for all the wrong reasons, like you hate the management of your practice, well, there are solutions like practice management companies like mine. We can take a burnt out doctor and get them all revitalized again and loving their practice by making it be the way they want it to be. So this podcast is just to open up your eyes as to all the different things that could be making your practice be fully productive and efficient. And if you want more help with that, well, my name is Janice Wheeler and uh, my company does this every day for a living and does a very good job of it. If you look at our website, you will see how many people have put testimonials up there and how many Google reviews we have and so on. Okay, so that's pretty much all I wanted to say to you today and I hope it inspired you to look at your practice differently and maybe ask for help. Okay, bye for now. Be sure and share this with your friends if you know somebody who could use our services. Watch for my next podcast because I do one a week. And uh, give me a like. That'd be great. Thanks. Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com. Or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.